Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, 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 we're back. We are black. We are brown. Ambition, ambition, ambition. Hey, hey, Mandra, how are you? I'm self-conscious about singing now. Cause I'm, Did you wait, see what? that that um that tweet when that um someone was like I love when Tiffany starts rapping the BAQA our Friday um BAQA yeah. <laughs> I was like for real BAQA <laughs> I know I look forward to it as well um yeah today I let you shine I also feel self conscious about singing now because I'm so used to to Rio like yelling at me now I don't know why oh. that he's such a hater but I can't <laughs> let me try to sing let me try to like say and uh, imitate one of his favorite characters mm. it is a no mama no stop mama sometimes he slaps me in the face which Aww. i feel like is really special yeah but no you do a good job tiff never had to pay a cent for our music <laughs> i will say royalty that royalty free royalty <laughs> what's new with you how are things <sighs> things are thanging um let's see <laughs> something like i think that's now. the title of the podcast yeah things are thanging <laughs> things are thanging well actually so a friend of mine actually reached out to me like a week or so ago and she was just sharing like her her grandmother um sold like their family home that she had inherited from her grandmother for a dollar um and so um so one, which I, I thought, one, one thing that I was like, oh, these banks are terrible. So one, when he, when she looked into it, it turns out that she was paying an interest-only mortgage. I guess at one point she had taken money out. Oh, it's a like multifamily a, house. I had taken money out to like renovate, whatever. Yeah. And they had her just paying interest-only for years. Literally tens of thousands gone, you know? Um, yeah. So, the, but thankfully, the, you know, the smart thing that she was able to do is hold out. Because right now it's really hot in Jersey right now from purchasing homes so they were able to sell the property for a significant amount of money over a million dollars so they were able to pay off the mortgage that the you know the whatever loan they had taken out against the house and she's left with basically a million dollars that's just sitting in a big bank savings account and so my friend is kind of freaked out and it's like what what are we supposed to do and she had inherited that for a dollar yeah when was that what how long has it been i mean the, um, the, the the grandmother is in her 70s her mid 70s and so you assume, you know, maybe 50 years ago, you know, maybe because I'm assuming maybe she inherited from her grandmother when she was in her 20s or 30s, you know. And so it's been in their family for a long time. And so um, and I just said, well, she said, did we do the right thing by selling it? And I said, well, here's the thing we possibly could have done is that you could have. Um, um, oh, what is it called when you take money out of the house? Um, not a home equity line of credit, but a, um, a, a, a refi, refinance and cash, cash out, out refi. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cash out refi. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so that that was a possibility, you know, um, if you wanted to keep the house and then you could take that money and then do other things with it, maybe purchase another because that property was a multifamily house. Maybe purchase another property, you know, and, you know, you could have done that. Um, and that, But, you know, the, you're, it's here now. You sold the house. There's like a million dollars floating. Granny's in her 70s. And, he, and and my friend was like, you know, everybody has obviously something to say, including the big bank where the money is. Of course, they're trying to get her to invest it with them so they can slowly drip away all her money because you know how that goes. Um, thankfully, Granny has all her her, her faculties and, her, and it's like, no. Nah. Um, so she doesn't know what to do. It's been like, it's been a few months now. So it's just sitting in that savings account. Um, my friend has been trying to like, you know, help her, but she has every, everybody in the family has something to say. And so granny basically is like, none of y'all rich. So how you going to tell me to do with my money? <laughs> That's she one said, thing I was like, friend that, that budget needs to girl. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, I'm actually going to meet, meet up with her this week. She actually doesn't live far from me, which I was like, oh, that's great. So I'm going to meet up with her this week. I told my friend at the very least to start with this is to, you know, like to move the money to a high yield, you know, it's high yield a savings account that you can get. So at the very, like, are we going to offset inflation? No, but it's better than the 0.0000001% that her big bank is getting her. You know, maybe you get two, two and a half percent better than nothing. I said, if, if nothing else, I think you should be able to convince her to do that. And then, but and I told him, I, I, um, I told um, my friend, I said, you know, I told her that like, um, here's the thing, your your grandmother's not wrong. Like y'all don't want her to make all these fast moves. She actually is really smart in that I'm not making any move until I decide like what exactly that I'm doing. I said, she's actually right that she's moving very slowly with this. And um, so next up, I told them that you should start to think about the team you're going to build. There should be some sort of financial team because there are tax ramifications for this money. And so she actually, Granny's going to be using Carlos, you know, Carlos, our fave. So Carlos does taxes um, for me, Mandy and our business. Um, And so she's going to be using Carlos, which is great. You know, I said, okay, because I trust Carlos implicitly. Um, second, I said, you know, because Granny's in her 70s, you should also be thinking about um, estate planning, you know? Um, and so God willing, she'll be here another 20 years, but we don't know. So estate planning will help to figure out, well, what happens when I'm not here with this money? Um, so I suggested my attorney, um, Tony Moore, who's amazing. You know, you know, Tony's my fave. And so, and then I said, um, third, and probably most important, um, a certified financial planner. And I explained the difference between a financial advisor, which is basically anybody can be a financial advisor, but with a certified financial planner, you know, you have to pass, pass a certain test. You have to be, you work a certain number of years. Um, you have to be a fiduciary. And so it's just the highest tier of a financial advisor that you can get. And I suggested because granny does have some money that you don't get a, um, one that gets paid by percentage invested, that instead it's a fee based one where you're just going to pay a fee. You know, and so he was like, okay, I said, so those are the three people on the team. And I said, you know, and so the two of them are good to go. The financial planner one is a little harder. So, you know, I use um Anjali. Um, she has a company called Fit Advisors. But Anjali, as far as I know right now, is not, I emailed her, but I, as far as I know, she's not taking on new clients. But I did email her to ask if she can give a referral, you know? So that's one of the best ways if you're looking for a financial planner to like, you know, um, ask people who have financial planners you know, how they like them and everything else. Like I interviewed Helen. So I had, I interviewed like 20 financial planners when I was looking. So Helen was the one that came from Mandy. I know I was really, I was crazy, but like, but the top ones I came up with was Helen, your financial planner. Helen was excellent. I loved her. Anjali. And there was another woman named, um, 
uh, um, Amy something or other, Amy Irving or something like that. So I didn't choose Amy because Amy only did individual, but meaning like I needed somebody who also worked with people who had businesses. Yeah, exactly. You know, and so Amy was like, right oh, fit. she's great, but she wasn't a fit for that. I was like, okay, out, out of the 20, I loved her. She wasn't a fit. But then there's so between Helen and, um, and Anjali, and of, of course they know each other because honestly, the top people in the field always know each other. And they both were like, they're both awesome. I ended up choosing Anjali. Um, because there was something, oh, you know why? Because Anjali was not only a CFP, a certified financial planner, she was a CPA. She's a certified public accountant as well. And so she has I was tax knowledge. Yes, because we were going through, and I'm still paying taxes from 2018 because mistakes I've made. So I needed help with her working on, uh, like alongside my CFP my accountant that I use and, but also like looking at my finances, like my business finances and my personal finances and the tax stuff. So that is why I chose, um, Anjali because I needed that tax thing. Um, so anyway, I say all that to say that like, that's the team. Um, and so hopefully, you know, with that team, because even with my friend, I didn't want to tell this to my friend, but I want to be like, girl, granny is not wrong. Cause sis, what do you like? You're, you're, this is not what you do. This is not what I even do. And I told her because she wanted me to be the financial advisor. I'm like, one, well, that's not, I'm not certified in that. You know, and your granny's right because you look, you're coming to me thinking that I can do a thing that I'm not capable of doing, you know, and I, I'm not, I'm not, um, I don't have the license to do. And so like granny's actually right. And hopefully with these three people on the team, they can help granny choose what she wants to do because I, I'm not going to lie. I, hope my, I don't think my friend listens to the podcast. Sis, if you do, I'm sorry, girl, but not sorry. I'm not going to lie. A lot of the choices that it sounds like the family is making is about like, what's going to be best for all of us, yeah. which that's, I understand, you know, and I'm not, there's not the, something wrong with that. But honestly, this is granny's money. Yeah. Leave granny and alone. she has to be prioritized <laughs> above all else. So we yeah. have to make sure that Granny has a place to live, that she feels safe, that she never has to work again, that she's fine. Um, cause she was getting, she had a, th the, the house was like a three or four family house. So, um, she, you know, she was getting income from that and living off of that, you know, as well as paying off the, you know, the reverse mortgage they had tricked her into. And so that to too. me, when I talk with Granny is going to be my focus to say, here's my suggestion, which is here are the three people that are going to help you decide how best to get to what you want to happen. Now, if that's the least stuff for your grandkids or whatever, great. But if it's not, that's your business, you know? And so, yeah, so um, it's just interesting that like, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, it's, it felt like real life Brown Ambition, you know, like what yeah. do I do? Yeah, no, I love that. It's kind of like what happens. I mean, like, let's say I broke my foot and, you know, a very particular um, kind of like bad injury. I wouldn't go to a general practitioner. Like, yes. that's the point when you want to find someone who is an expert in broken yes. feet. Like, what yes. is that? A doctor or podiatrist? I don't know. Yeah, podiatrist. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, you would be interviewing, trying to find the best specialist um, mm -hmm. because that is a serious, it's a big issue and you need a specific you need a specific, yes. specific kind of expertise and it's different than finding people who know a little bit about stuff. Like maybe mm -hmm. your general practitioner can refer you just like yes. you did. Like you're kind of yes. like the general practitioner here. Yes. You're referring her to the, the specialists who, who live and breathe this, who all they do is foot surgery day in mm -hmm. and day out. That's who you want, like operating yes. on your foot. Right. Yes. Um, so it sounds like, I mean, regardless, it sounds like she's in great hands. Um, 
that you'll get to sit with her. But I mean, I almost was thinking about $1.2 million sitting in a savings account. It's not, it's like way over that $250,000 limit for coverage um, under FDIC insurance. So that's the point where you definitely want to, you know, if spread it, to- spread it among several bank yes. accounts, mm-hmm. unless you have a spouse and then you get like double the coverage, yes. um, the double the coverage. But that was my first thought, like, okay, we need to like spread this I out. Know. This I'm is, a, this I'm is when- that that granny's going to be like, what? All these accounts? So I'm going to see when I, I meet with her, how she, because I said like, you know, we're going to start with this. And if I explain it to her and she, because she sounds like she's sharp. So yeah. <laughs> if I explain it to her that like, this is what you should do at bare minimum for now, but ideally you should do this. And if she's like, ooh, sis, say less, then, you know, we're going to work on that. But if she's like, uh, I'm not doing all that, baby. Mm-mm, then I'm going to be like, well, at the very least, you know put it here but you're right I was honestly I was thinking about that like oh like it really should be like broken up into pieces but I don't know how open she's going to be she can handle it yeah right and is it at does is it separate accounts I'm trying to think what all the particular requirements are is it up to each account at each institution or can you have multiple accounts and each account gets that same coverage the FDIC you know that's that's actually a good question I'm gonna look that up I used to know that like the back of my hand when that's what I did every day at when I was at um, a content director for a financial brand, like we would write those really nuanced, like the only only the shit that people want to Google. And I used to know that, but I don't remember anymore. I'm on FDIC.gov. So the standard standard insurance amount is $250,000 per depositor per insured bank. Per bank. Yeah. For each account ownership um, category. Okay, the FDIC provides separate coverage for deposit tells in different account. Oh, different account ownership category. So I, it might be that it could be a checking and a savings. That's what it's sounding like. And a CD. But yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, Money see, like, okay, here it is again. So from the FDIC as well, the FDIC adds up all single accounts owned by the same person at the same bank and insures the total up to 250 So the FDIC oh, is okay. like, you can have six savings accounts here, sis, but you tried it. That's not how that goes. You're going to have to have six different yeah. banks. So so we all know. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. More money, yeah. more problems, Granny. Yes. But yeah, yeah, so I mean, here's what I'm happy about, that Granny's not going to have to work anymore and they should just all breathe the side That's of the That's the key. And mm-hmm. 1.2 million is is a lot of money. But, but when you have it. another 20 something years, and yes. I know Granny takes care of herself and yes. I'm sure she does her walks and she's very healthy. Um, <laughs> you need like, that's, that's yes. you know, just enough. I feel like if you do yes. it right. Yep. But if you do it wrong, that can disappear. Like it makes me think of in that documentary that, um, you know, your documentary that you were <laughs> filmed in, Get Smart With Money, uh, streaming on Netflix now, the top 40 of all Netflix new movies. Anyway, that um, Ross Mack, his makeover um, person, well, I forget his name, but he was Tease. a football player. Tease. Mm-hmm. His name was Tease. 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 The, the football mm-hmm. player who like got those, you know, million dollar contracts in the NFL and then just was like, oh, dang, a couple of chains, a couple yep. of houses later. That's it. And he had like barely anything left, yeah. you know? So yeah, that's what we don't want for, for granny. Cause I was thinking, I was thinking that too. I was like, I don't know that there's going to be a lot left over for y'all. If that's what you're wanting. I just yeah. like, you know, a million doesn't do what it used to do. Yeah, you know, they need to so, just take a lesson from Granny and, you know, maybe invest in some real estate and hold yeah, on to it for I 50 know. years. 
I, I know. Granny's like, shoot, yeah. I don't know about y'all, but we go, I'm going to be all right. <laughs> yeah. I said, I can't wait to meet her and I'll give you like a, a update. I have a feeling that she's sassy because she sounded like she's sassy. Because, yeah. you know, I feel like old black women get to that point where they're like, I say what I want. I love the fact she said, if y'all, y'all know so much about money, why y'all ain't rich? I was like, oh, she's my kind of lady. <laughs> I bet they're still going to get those birthday cards that have like a single $5 bill in it. Be like, damn it, Granny. <laughs> <laughs> how do you think she became a millionaire? Exactly. <laughs> For real. You know? Yeah. Speaking of which, I have a $2,000 um, savings bond that my grandma gave to me um, still waiting for me somewhere in Georgia that I need to claim. Oh. It came up in like one of the, you know, like those, um, you can yes. go to unclaimed property yes. websites. Mm -hmm. And I found out my uncle had done that for her estate. Like she's been passed now for over 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, and he's like, Mandy, you going to come get this? And I'm like, mm. oh, yeah, I need to do that. Uh, yeah, thanks, those things are, that's a great, I, we have to, we have to find the link for that because I found I was owed I got the first check for like 180. And then apparently when I lost my house to the foreclosure, mm -hmm. there was a there was a balance between what I paid and what the house was so or something to that effect. And it was like nine hundred dollars. And so I have to get oh. the check for that. Mm -hmm. I found I couldn't believe and, and here's the thing. I had checked that unclaimed, whatever, I can't remember the name of the website. I had checked it some years yeah. back that wasn't on there. So I guess years later there there finally was some sort of reconciliation. And I'm owed like $900 from Chase Bank. You owe me. Mm. Matter of fact, I go speak for them in Detroit next week. I should be like, can I just get, um, put that on top of the money you go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Yeah. We're going to put that in the show link. We'll find the right link. It's something like unclaimedfunds.gov or like something, mm -hmm. something like that. But that's a good reminder that there may be money out there for you guys. All right. Well, in Mandy Moneyland, I am very, very excited. And Tiff, like you're going to be in the hot seat on this week's BA Q&A episode, y'all. Last week, Tiff got to pepper me with her questions about negotiating her rates. This week, as a baby business owner, I get to ask Tiffany lots and lots of questions too. Um, but I had offline, Chip, Tiff and I already, I'm already like peppering her with those types of questions. <laughs> so Tiff helped me with my epiphany about this webinar that I wanted to hold because I had been thinking of, I've been doing, in the, I've done three webinars so far. And I always want to like pack a lot of value into them, but I feel like I'm just like covering so much and the themes are very broad. So Tiff, I know we were talking and you helped me just focus in and talk about negotiating. So, and then once I started to just focus my teaching and my methods just on salary negotiation, I got so excited. And um, that free, free masterclass, Nail, the ne Nail Your Negotiation, um, is going to be next Tuesday, September 27th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Seating is limited. I just announced it last night. So this was Sunday night. We're recording on Monday. Um, and already over 200 people have signed up. What? There's only going to be 500 live seats, y'all. And my goal is to get 1,500 registered because um, not everybody is going to you know, show up because we know how y'all be. Anyway, <laughs> so... I already see just based on the fact that already 200 have registered and that's, that's just amazing. for me emailing my list and posting a little bit on my stories. Like, I'm like, okay, Tiff know a thing or two. Tiff knows a thing or two about no specificity. Yeah. <laughs> just a little 15 years in the game. Now, now here's you know. a question. What yeah. if I was going to register, where do I, where do I go to register? What's the link? You're going to love this. Girl, Nail. yeah, I see, you see what I'm doing to you. I'm like, I told Mandy, get that damn domain, Mandy. Get that what, domain. You can go to nailyournegotiation.com. See, for $10, you make it easy for people to find it. Now it's a negotiation yeah. with the S or no S. Nail your negotiation. 
Okay, Don't do good. the Elisada and S at the end of Kroger's. There's no S on the end of Kroger, y'all. <laughs> so nail just nail your negotiation. Of course, the link will be in this, the show notes description in case you don't know how to spell negotiation, which is fine. It'll be um, fine, yes. <laughs> but if you don't, you got bigger problems than what my webinar can solve. But it is, a f- and I've, yeah, I'm so damn excited. It's a five step method to feel more confident, get the money that you deserve, and never leave money on the table when you're negotiating again. It's a strategy that I have used my whole career to 10x my income from 300, from 30K to 300K. And it's also the methods that I have been teaching over a year now to the clients that I work with through my coaching services. So I've never, ever done a negotiation only webinar. And if you're there live, I'm actually going to give you um, a free guide that's brand new. It's a free guide to calculate your target salary, which is a very common question that I get. And I'm like, let me just put together. Here's how I thought about it mathematically through my career. How do you actually target your salary when you see what the market rates are and you know what you're making? And then how do you kind of go in there? knowing the number that you have. So if you come live, and again, seats are limited, nailyournegotiation.com to get your seat. If you come live, you will get that freebie. Um, so I hope to see you guys there. I'm so excited. Yeah. And honestly, here's a, here's a, here's the biz. Like if we do, this is what I do for, um, when I talk to my mentees, right? So like, this is the, the, I call it like, I'm, I'm sharing, like pulling back the curtain of the back end of this. Like, so what the thing Manny and I talked about is she was like, she was over delivering in her webinar and she was like, well, if I do all of that, you know, then what will I teach? Like, you know, with the, like the, my mentees or my, um, not her mentees, her, um, Mandy moneymakers. And we just talked about that, like that, that the key to a really great, like free class is, is, um, one, uh, to make sure that you teach something to its completion. Because there's this weird thing that people do where let's just say you're like, I'm going to have a credit webinar. Like I have a credit webinar, right? I'm going to have a credit webinar, but I'm only going to, there's five, five ways to raise your credit score. I'm only teaching it two. It's like, that doesn't, I don't like, I call that a gotcha, gotcha. And I don't like that, you know? So instead I was like, I'm going to teach you if I, in my credit webinar, I'm going to teach you everything I know about credit. And then, but I also know I have an online school where we teach credit and debt and budgeting and saving. And so it's like, even though you're getting all things credit, it doesn't mean that I'm devaluing what people who are paying for the school are getting. You know, because the, to me, the purpose of the webinar of a, of a really good webinar is someone should be able to walk away fully feeling like I learned the complete lesson. But if I do buy something else from you later, not like, well, why should I pay for this? Cause it was free over here. You know, that the complete lesson is part of a greater whole. So for those of you in businesses and you have like a service and your service in, in some way is to educate the masses, just keep that in mind that it is okay to fully give something away as long as part of a greater whole, like, you know, you give away all the apples because, you know, you have like seven other different types of fruit. And what it lets people know is if this apple is so good, I for sure want to shop at your market because I need bananas, I need pears. I need. So I just like, you know, like that was just something that like I've learned over uh, so many years of like, um, I've been doing webinars now for like 10 years. And, you know, you learn that lesson of like, I used to teach every single lesson. I was like, wait, if I give all this away for free, what are they going to do with the academy? And then <laughs> how much do I do when it comes to credit? I just, I love when someone takes a webinar of mine and says, I literally raised my credit score because of it. And sometimes people will take a webinar and never buy anything from me. You know, they never sign for Academy. They never buy a book. And that's okay. Because if your if your desired outcome is to reach and to teach, then do that. Some people will additionally get other things, not everyone, but I'm okay with that because my, you know, my desired outcome is to reach and to teach. So just keep that in mind for those of you who have businesses, would that make sense for them? 
take that little gem. So I'm just proud of Mandy because we were talking about it back and forth. Um, and just like, I'm just so glad that she's honing in on that because she teaches so much more than that. Um, but it's such a valuable chunk of like what she teaches. So, and look Tiffany. at us out here. Just <laughs> being hormonal because I'm just getting misty. Oh. No, but I know I love that you said that too, because, and the thought that went into this is, and I, I kind of explained this, if you're on my email list, you can, you can sign up at mandymoney.com. But the thought that went into this is, yes, I have done it myself. I have 10 x my salary. I, I have become an expert negotiator for myself. For the past year and a half that I've been doing coaching, that was me proving that I could teach it. That was me proving that other women would benefit from hearing how I did it and that I could I could create a method that could work for many more people than just me. And that's the point. Like, I'm not happy until every woman of color out there, first and foremost, is feeling more confident and able to ask for more at the negotiating table. So I love that. Yes, the mission, the mission is to reach and then teach. And I, you know, I spent the past year and a half and I have the testimonials and the receipts to prove that. I know what I'm talking about. Yes. And it's not just something and that should inspire everyone. It's not just something that you can say, well, that's Mandy. You know, she's this, she's that she had this, she had that. No, like I'm boiling it all down. And I am specifically talking about the, the method um, that will help you negotiate more confidently and actually, actually get first of all, position yourself to get the juicy offers. People think that it's all about negotiating when you get to the table, but you have to actually get to the table. Um, so when you talk about what else is there to be taught, it's about that journey to the table that I think people skip over. And that's all what I'm about. That's like your professional brand and your interviewing skills and developing rare, unique value that you can sell. So all of that is what I'm sort of covering on a much larger, grander scale through Mandy Moneymakers. But in this specific webinar, we talking about negotiating. And you're going to learn my we'll five-step method. I talk about method. business enough. Like I just thought about that because in BAQ, like if you don't, if you don't listen to BAQA, you probably don't get it to, to hear us talk chat about business stuff. I think we should integrate that more into like our brown ambition chat. Cause I was just thinking that like, you know, we, we don't talk about business. I mean, we, we, it's almost strictly personal finance, which is great and we will continue. But there's so many of you who are thinking about starting a business, have a business, are not really sure. And I'm like, you know, it would be great for us to include some, some of that chat about. If you like it, we love it. Let us know. Send us, um, you know, an email. At brownambitionpodcast at gmail.com. You know, send us a, a message on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, you know, like if you're like, yes, I would love for you to talk about some business things as well as financial things, um, you know, during Brown Ambition, not just BAQA Fridays. Um, because yeah, there's just, I just think that like one of the best ways to secure your finances and your financial future, one of the best ways, not the only, because certainly you could do it through a nine to five. Um, one of the best ways is business. Because especially if I'm being honest as a woman of color, you know, there's so many places where people tell us no, but in your own business, you know, you get to tell yourself yes. You know what I mean? Are there still hindrances and, and things that hold back? Absolutely. But I have way more space and freedom to make a way versus waiting for someone to see me, you know, and I'm definitely not poo-pooing on jobs because I had a job longer than I didn't have a job and it was helpful to where I am now. And everyone's not built to have a business and businesses are very stressful and you're going to work way more. That whole, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. It's a lie. 
It's a lie. I love being a budgetista and I work every day, you know? Yeah. Um, yep. So I'm certainly not saying businesses is better, but it gave me a more of an opportunity to to make wealth that I would not have normally had the direction that I was going in. And so I think we'll just have more chat about that because I think it's important for our listeners who are even just thinking about it to hear that that that, that chat and hear oh, our, own, yeah. our trajectory and story. So my nine to five career was my venture capital fund for my business. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, that was the seed money. I wasn't spending as I, I mean, yeah, I was spending, but I was always saving for freedom. And when I, you know what I mean? So that gave me the freedom to then, you know, launch my own, launch my own business venture. And it's been so exciting, but yeah, I wouldn't have had that without my nine to five. So shout out to you, payroll and the paychecks. I still miss them. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Girl, who does it? Because they're they coming sporadically. What? They, they Even now, 15 years <laughs> later, there'll be a month where it's like, Al, Tiffany, here's, here's six figures. And then the next month, zero. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it just, please, it's, it's a it's a, a whole episode yeah. about net 60 and how I, those are my two <laughs> least favorite words. Oh my gosh. I try <laughs> to do net 15 or net 30. Because, you know, literally there'll be some months where you're like, everything hit. And then it's like, yeah, nothing hits this month. So, yeah, just, just yeah. but we're going to have more chat about that. Do you want to do, do you want to take a quick break? Because I know we've been chatting for a while. Yeah, let's take a quick break. And we'll be right back with your Brown Boost Brown Break. Yeah. Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, 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 BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay, it's smart. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Just go to Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. Do you ever have subscriptions that you forget about? I did. Mm-hmm. Do you have a hard time canceling those subscriptions because they seem tricky or time consuming? Raise your hand. I know it's you. Okay. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Yes. 
I can see all my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, I cancel it with a tap. I've never had to get on the phone with customer service in order to do so. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Okay. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Brown Ambition. That's rocketmoney.com slash Brown Ambition. Rocketmoney.com slash Brown Ambition. And now it's time to boost a break with all our family. Okay. Is you going to boost? Is you going to break? What you going to do? What you going to do? Mandy, Mandy. Mandy, Mandy. Mandy. <laughs> that was like a combo of all the brown boost it was. Uh, jams. I like that. That's like the remix. <laughs> I'm gonna boost. I'm gonna boost the queen, the goat, the real queen that we should all be talking about, Viola Dam Davis in her film, her starring multi-million dollar earning uh movie that just came out this weekend called The Woman King. Um, I heard that it was number one at the box office. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm so damn excited. I am desperate to go see it. I had agreed with some like other women in the neighborhood who I'm friends with to go see it like a couple of weeks from now. But I'm, don't tell them I'm going to go see it tomorrow because I don't want to be the one who hasn't seen it yet. You know, like I got FOMO. So that's the beauty of working from home. I'm going to go see it tomorrow. Um, but I'm so damn excited because y'all know what happens if movies that, you know, for women that look like the women, this is all like dark-skinned, powerful women, not being the objects, you know, that are that are taken advantage of or victimized. They are the warriors. They are the winners. Plus, it's based on a true story. Like, the fact that this movie is doing so well, um, it bodes so much, it bodes so well for, you know, Black female-led films in the future. Um, so, if you haven't gone, gone to see it, please go support this film. And not just because you, you know, feel that like a bit of obligation the 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 reviews are in and the reviews are phenomenal like a a score on cinema score like fans are loving it everyone i know who has seen it has loved it so it's looks really spectacular and i can't wait to see yeah it's a little flex i went to a um one of my friends stanley owns this really great um uh african restaurant in harlem called taranga so he hit me up was like hey we're having a 40 person dinner with the director of the film and some of the um I know, and some of the um the uh, the actresses from the film, and I was like, oh my gosh, is Michael going to be there? He's like, you tried it, no, uh, but the director <laughs> will be here, <laughs> and so it was amazing. The food was they they um what I loved was is that Stanley made because normally his chef is a is a is um. It's an African man, um, his head chef, but he specifically chose an African woman who was amazing. And she made a- authentic African food across the diaspora, like food from Benin, food from Nigeria, food from Liberia, food from Ghana, Senegalese. It was it was so many courses and so delicious. And I felt like um, I almost teared up because she served ok- okra soup, which is like such an Igbo. So I'm Nigerian, but I'm Igbo. Such an Igbo staple. And like, that's one of like my mom, my, my favorite things that my mom makes. So it was like, oh my God, I felt like I was sitting at home because okra soup is not something that you like get at a restaurant necessarily. You know, it's like the thing that like, it's like peanut butter and jelly. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to order peanut butter and jelly from a restaurant, but it's a home, you know? So I was just like, oh my God. So it's just, it was this room full of like beautiful 
brown and black people from the diaspora from all different walks of life, um, you know, just like celebrating the film. Um, it's just felt amazing to be in the room. And um, so, yeah, I'm excited to see it too. So um, that's cool for us. Um, so I'm going to do a mini boost and then a bigger boost. So mini boosts. I don't know if y'all have been seeing it, but my skin has been glowing. Okay. And I was like, what is going on? Because I mean, I'm not really one that breaks out anyway, but I'm not, I wasn't really giving you velvety soft. I was just giving you every day, you know, day to day. But the other day, my makeup artist was like, why do you have foundation on already? Because I was like, I forget what I was getting my face made for, some TV thing. Um, and I was like, girl, I don't. And I was like, you're the second makeup artist this month that told me that. And she was like, well, who's the first? Because I thought I was your makeup artist. I'm like, girl, I was in Atlanta. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so she was like, no, Tiffany, what do you do with your skin? And I, I was trying to figure out what it was because I don't, nothing different. Um, and then my sister Carol came over yesterday and I was like, girl, your skin's looking great. And Carol has been taking, um, uh, zinc and, um, because she, she, um, she was, um, um, she kept getting these colds because she's got kids in school. So, you know, her, her son is like seven, her, her daughter is five. So, you already know, coming home with everything. Um, and so everything but your winter jacket, right? You know, I mean, kids just be leaving everything at school, but they bring every disease home. Where's yep. your coat? <laughs> so, <laughs> and so she said that she like, um, my mom's a nurse. So my mom was like, you know, zinc, um, is, is, um, um, like a, I guess it's a reparative compound, you know, like, so when you, like when, even when I had gotten COVID, one of the things that everyone told me to take was like zinc, vitamin C, blah, blah, blah. So she was taking it and she noticed her skin was looking amazing. So she Googled it and found that lots of boxers take zinc because it is a reparative, I guess, compound and it brings your, so, you know, boxers get hit in the face, yeah. you know, skin, skin gets broken. So it helps to make your skin like repair faster. And um, so when I was thinking about it, like, I was like, well, I haven't taken zinc since like, you know, COVID left. But then I realized, cause Tracy was like, even though you're black, you walk every day, Tiffany, wear your sunscreen, wear your sunscreen. And I was like, fine. And the only sunscreen I had was this zinc based sunscreen that gives you the white cast. And I was like, well, girl, yeah. these people are just gonna have to see me out here looking like a ghost. But so literally <laughs> I was been slathering it on my face and taking my two hour walks. And I was like, that's what, after doing some research, I found it's the zinc. That zinc especially is reparative to skin. And it's the reason why, like, if you have any baby, if you, if you look at what, when you look at under um, diaper rash cream, number one ingredient, zinc. Zinc. You're For, right. Yes. And I was like, number one, hold up, paste, wait a minute. It's literally called butt paste. Yes. And zinc so, is number one. yeah. So honestly, I mean, it's, it's the zinc. I'm not taking like, you know, zinc orally because I'm like, girl, I can't do pills. I hate them unless I actually have to. But I'm like, it's really just, they going to get this white cast when I walk. That's what that just means. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe Make sure you get your face and your neck. And so, yeah. um, so cause there are some, you know, certainly there are some, um, sunscreens that don't have uh, zinc in it, you know? Um, but I, I found out from like, um, my dermatologist, she's a, uh, my, she's a black woman. And she said, oftentimes a lot of these, um, sunscreens that they share, you know, specifically for black and brown people who don't want the white cast. She was like, I hate to say you're not getting the full coverage necessary. She said, because the white cast from the zinc is what's, blocking she said not that they don't work at all but it's that ugly white cast that's blocking she's like i know yeah. it feels so she just was get a like a big ass sun hat too yeah so she that's was just like so i realized so honestly i just say that to say when i tell you the zinc in it i, I my skin just looks like i'm wearing i'm not wearing anything on my face right now if you could if you're on youtube i'm rubbing my face to be like you know and so i'm just like i can't believe my skin is just glowing. Thanks, Zinc. That's my brown, okay. brown. Cause you know, us brownies, we could, everybody could use a velvety soft. So that's one. And then two, a bigger one is that 
So many black and brown women who have their own businesses that have done really well have been reaching out to me lately. I was just shocked because I've been doing conferences and they'll hit me up later. And they are over the hustle, 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 make it at any cost culture. And I'm just so happy about that because just a few years ago, everyone was like, bigger is better, more is more. And when I tell you like the level of women that have been reaching out to me, women who have made millions, some women who've made tens of millions. And they were like, Tiffany, you seem not to be stressed like you were a few years ago when I met you. What's happening? And I just have been like, honestly, I just have decided, I, after Jerome passed away, I just said, I, I don't want to live in that space anymore. Like more for more. Like, because what was I really working toward? I mean, I still wear my targets best. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to buy a Lamborghini. There's nothing wrong with Lamborghini, but I don't need one. So you have enough to actually not work anymore. So why are you still working? Like you need to work so hard, you know? And so um, I actually was talking to my friend Mark this morning, who's been an entrepreneur as long as I have. And he said, tell me what your 1030 looks like. And I could tell you a little bit more about your life and where you, what stage you're in. Your 10.30 a.m.? Yep, mm-hmm, that 10 o'clock, 10.30 a.m. And he was like, I mean, aside if you have kids, if you have kids, sorry for you. But you know, meaning like, it looks like, ah, I just dropped the babies off. And But meaning like, what are you doing with that time? Like, are you at your job? Are you like, like, are you hustling still hard in your, your business? Which is nothing wrong with that. But he said, I can tell you what stage where you're at, you know? And so five or six years ago, my 10.30 was like, I was already up by four or five you know, starting to get work in. And by 10.30, I was probably on my sixth call. And Tiffany now at 10.30 is likely watering the flowers in the front of her house, you know? And so like, and and I'm, I'm basically, I'm working toward what does my 10.30 look like on average? Like, that's what I'm working toward. I realize is that like, and it's okay. That's not what it is now. My sister Tracy just started her, her, PR business, like, you know, two years ago, her 10 is not going to look like that. She's still in the early stages of business, but keeping that in mind that like, what do you want your 1032 look like? So you're not just working for working for working for working sake. You know what I mean? And so the fact that so many women, especially black women have been reaching out to me who have accomplished the financial desire that they want to accomplish. And they realize, why am I still working so hard? I want to spend more time with my kids. I want my 1030 to look chill. You know, I just, it just warms my heart because that was not the conversations that were being had years ago. It was just more is more is more Yeah, I feel super privileged myself to be surrounded by people who think like you because I've pre-learned that. I never want to reach that breaking point. That's my goal. Like just bake in the boundaries now, have the, have the huge blocks on my calendar. One of the more, one of the most powerful um, keynotes at FinCon was by Bernadette Joy. Um, if you guys don't follow her, she has a podcast called Crush Your Crush Your Money Goals. And one of her most she she put a screenshot of her schedule on the screen. And this I feel like is the new like what you're talking about the new mindset of being a business owner. And it was like Monday blocked out, <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday open, Friday blocked out. You know, and having these boundaries. And I'm like, yep, that feels like my calendar. This feels super affirming. Um, so if it can't happen with these boundaries in place, then I need to, you know, then I need to move things. It's not my schedule. That's the problem. You know, it's the business model or it's the way that I'm strategizing or like, let me get Tiff on the phone and ask her what I can do. Like also, work smarter, not harder. There are moments of surge and that's okay. Yes. So for example, when I was pushing Netflix for like two weeks, it was crazy. It was like, go, 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 go. But this today, I, I spoke to Logan. I said, you know, we're, we're no longer in launch mode. It's been two weeks of crazy. 
we're back to, hey girl, get off my calendar. I told Logan, yeah. get on my calendar, <laughs> I expect a PowerPoint and a lip, and a lip gloss because that means I'm going to be- Yes, I'm, I'm going to be yes. sitting with you. I was telling Mark, I said, you know, the only thing that's consistent on my calendar is brown ambition. That's it. Everything else is like, oh, I might have this meeting this Wednesday, but then they're not next Tuesday. Brown ambition is the only weekly thing that's on my calendar every single week. Isn't that just amazing? Like, there's nothing else. It was like, not to say I don't have meetings, but it's not every Wednesday I meet with such as every Tuesday I meet with. The, that's just how my life used to it. be. Yes, yeah. every, and now it's like, no, you have brown ambition and everything else comes and goes. I don't work Wednesdays. I don't work Fridays unless something super special comes up. Like, you know, I'm traveling to like speak at a conference or whatever, which doesn't happen as often. I don't work Wednesdays. I don't have, those days are blocked off and I don't work weekends. You know, those days are blocked off unless, like I said, I'm traveling for, you know, business, which I said, doesn't, maybe it's a few times a year that happens. Um, and it's okay if you want to work Wednesdays or Fridays or whatever, because one of the things I want to do next year should I say it now? Yeah, I'm going to say it, is that I want to do something start that I want to call wealth walks. And because what I think I really like, as I like connecting with my dream catchers in person. And so although I guess on paper, it's like, looks like work, but not for me. I want to literally just fly out and be like, oh, I'm, I'm coming to, you know, Buckhead. Who wants to meet me at the local park? And we, because I love walking. And I love talking about money. So I was like, well, why not? how do I combine those two things? And I love connecting with dream catchers. Let's meet at this park, bring a blanket, a book bag, a sandwich, and a water bottle. And we're just going to walk and talk about money for maybe like 30 minutes, 45 minutes, find a grassy knoll, sit, eat our sandwich, and just kiki. Like, honestly, that's what I'm going to be doing next that year, flying so out and doing and that. delightful. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm so a little sandwich and a grassy so knoll. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, I'm so excited about it. <laughs> and like, it doesn't, it, and what, it, literally. And what I love about it is that like, I don't want anything for, I just, I just want to, I, I want to connect because I, I went to Invest Fest and part of me is like, Tiffany, are you missing out because you don't want to have a conference? And I said, cause I said, what is it about this that you like? I said, I love the connection. I said, what is it that you don't like? I said, I don't, I don't like, I can't imagine how much work this is. And I don't like this super hyper structure of this, you know, not, I mean, I loved it for them, but for me, cause I could have been had a conference. I'm not interested in that, you know, but I do want that connection. And I said, girl, do these wealth walks. Like you love connecting with Dreamcatch. So I'm honestly so excited about it to be like, woohoo. So I'll be coming to a city near you. I, literally, that's all I know. Like, I don't, you know, people are like, well, when and how? I'm like, I don't know. I'll figure out. I'll just be like, I'll post it on social or something and just be like, hey, I'm going to be here if you want to take a walk with me. And, it might even be like, we're red, so I know it's you. Or we're blue, so I know it's you. Or something, so we can all meet up and see each other. And then that's literally it. Walk and talk about money. And then and then after that, just talk. Because, you know, as women are apt to do. Um, not, not to say men. I'm not going to be allowed, because I don't know how y'all do. You can even bring the kids, which I love. Like, bring the babies in the stroller. You know, I love me a baby. Or don't. <laughs> or don't. You don't have to. I'm just saying, if you Leave want to. Leave them at home so you can enjoy. <laughs> Take it from a mama who has recently <laughs> unlocked the magic of doing things by her damn self. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if you wanted to, I wouldn't be a poet. Cause I know some women don't have the option and I don't want that to yeah. be the reason. But yeah, so I just share all that to say that like my big brown boost is that there is a shift happening, which I love overall, where people are like saying, I'm not willing to work myself to the bone. There has to be a better way. And people are actively seeking that better way. And it really makes me happy. So. Are we quiet quitting our businesses? <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, warm and fuzzies. I can't wait for your wealth walks. And if you go to Atlanta, I'm just, girl, you better. It's going to be a mob. It's going to oh, be. Gosh. 
<laughs> um, people are going to be like, what's happening? There's 500 <laughs> women. We're like on a grassy knoll with peanut butter and jellies. Like, <laughs> I know. But we're going to see. I'm going to see. Like, I am nervous the about Matrix. the big No, it's just the budget <laughs> I know. I'm like, wait, I'm like, do I have to get a car? Like, a, um, I don't think so. Right. To go for a walk. I'm yeah. like, do I have to get like, you know, what are those things? What are those things called? Like you have to get like permission. I don't even know. But we'll Permits, figure it out yeah. as it's closer. Right. I'm if just you like, plan, I've heard such good things. I want to go on like a nature walk in Idaho or like Montana. Mm, if you ever do yes. something like that, like a retreat, yes. please invite me. Cause like, See, that's that what I want to go. Yeah, I want to get away yes. in the mountains and just like... Yes, I would love that. Because honestly, they do that. Um, Girl Trek does that. And they go to Colorado and it's so epic and amazing. Yeah, I But I could see that. the wealth walk growing to something like that where it's like, okay, now it's actually just a retreat someplace beautiful. And yes, we talk about money, but we really just to get to Wusa and just hang out with each other. I can see it growing to... See, that I would do. Like a conference where it's like, I'm on the stage and all my stage people are here. I don't want that. But like a retreat where we get to just hang out and just be like, Wusa and share how we're scared about our budget or how we don't know how to invest and all those types of things. And certainly there are talks and chats about that, but it's more more so to just like reconnect and reset so you can make the decisions you need to make about your overall financial wholeness. Like I can see myself doing a retreat, you know, over a conference, so... So yeah, but we'll see. For now, it's just wealth walks. So we're like, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We're just going to do some free wealth walks in the park. (laughs) But starting from a place of authenticity is always the key, right? So what fits you authentically and fits your spirit? And that just, that just leads to, and the business, the the profits come, you know what I mean? Um, That's what I'm learning by watching you and by watching others as well. And that's what I hope to, hope to emulate. (laughs) Thanks, Mandrum. Thank you, Tim. All right, y'all. This is a good show, I think. As for you, you ready to get grilled? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> if you to. have, if you're not listening to BAQA, hello. In two days, um, you know, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, BAQA lands every Friday, right wherever you're listening to this. Come mm-hmm. on over, come on over, baby. baby. So, um, me and Mandy have been doing this thing where last time I grilled Mandy about all things negotiating, and I feel really good about it because I've been able to use. Like I bought your negotiating. I don't know if you saw my little purchase behind the scenes. I bought well, there it. There were so many I might have noticed. But <laughs> <laughs> I went to, no, I went to, kidding, uh, I was it, is it Mandy Scripps? MandyMoneyScripts.com. Right. So I bought it. And then, but honestly, the information that Mandy gave me last time, literally I took notes and I've had to have some really hard conversations this past week. And when I tell you it helped tremendously, I just felt really good about it. I'm like, I did it. I did it. Yes. Um, and I increased my rates right away. So you'd be proud of me. I did my homework that you gave me. My rates have been double for speaking. I sent them out. Oh, that was genius that you told me to send them out a prior. I, you know, I had my, my agent send out my new rates since people are going to be working on their finances now. Um, and for, for next year and, um, and I'm ready to have the, the, the tough conversation, which I've been having already. And so it was just. It was just a great BAQA. If you didn't listen to it last week, you should listen to it because Mandy gave me some really great advice about negotiating, you know, beyond just like at your career, but like even just like me as a businesswoman. And so this week, I'm in the hot seat. Mandy's going to be asking me a ton of Mm -hmm. questions. Mm -hmm. And then maybe the week after that, we want to get you guys to put us in the hot seat. You could come on here live with us and ask us questions about business, career, and personal finances. So see Mm y'all in a couple of days if you're listening to this on Wednesday. See y'all at the BAQA. Bye. Bye. Hey, BA fam, we could not do this show without your support or the support of our team behind the scenes. 
The Brown Ambition Podcast is produced by Cumulus Podcast Network. It's edited by the wonderful Imani Crosby and produced by Tanya Bustos. Dennis Stemplinski is our in-house tech guru, and I am Mandy Woodruff-Santos, your co-host, and I will see y'all next week. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.